I came to realize that 80 to 90% of your success in anything is just that, your mindset and your psychology. Only 10 to 20%, uh, you know, the mechanical stuff we talk about on our podcast, Brian, it's it's really the doing, it's the keep doing, it's the taking that first step. If you're analytical and you get caught in analysis paralysis, it's pushing through that fear. It's pushing through any limiting beliefs that you might have. It's getting uncomfortable. I mean, we know the comfort zone's a warm place and we all know nothing freaking grows there, right? So it's all of that. Welcome to the Prosperity Through Multifamily Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by Blue Oak Capital. If you are looking to take your real estate investing to the next level and learn how you can achieve your financial success by investing in multifamily real estate, then this show is for you. Our mission is to help you improve your education and learn proven strategies from industry leaders to help you master multifamily investing. Now here's your hosts, Cody Laughlin, John Beatty, and Brian Alfaro. Hey, accredited investors, are you concerned where to safely place your investment capital to hedge against your downside risk in this crazy market cycle? Are you worried about preserving your wealth in this volatile market? Well, my name is Cody Laughlin, managing partner at Blue Oak Capital, and we offer exclusive, sophisticated investment opportunities to qualified investors who are looking to protect and preserve their wealth by investing in recession-resilient alternative assets. Now, my partners and I have successfully acquired over $115 million of commercial real estate in some of the country's strongest markets right here in Texas. And we have built a team of experts needed to acquire and manage these sophisticated investments to produce solid risk-adjusted returns. So if you are wondering where other smart, savvy investors are choosing to invest right now and why they are choosing to invest in markets like Texas along with us, then I want you to text the word PODCAST to 832 743 1400 right now to connect with us. Now to this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another installment of the Prosperity Through Multifamily Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host today, Brian Alfaro, flying solo. Our good friend Cody, unfortunately, could not join us, even though we have an amazing guest in the seat today. So we would definitely want to welcome Rod Cleef to the show. First time, surprisingly, because we've been trying to get Rod on our show, I think, for some time, but we've had some conflict with scheduling and different things of that nature. So we're definitely really excited to have him on the show today. And if you don't know Rod, you're probably living under a rock because Rod is a phenomenal operator, a phenomenal investor, and really good at adding value to others and educating others. So he's got tons of businesses, a huge track record, and he's going to add a lot of value to our show today. I definitely don't want to steal his thunder and read his long bio. He, he wants to speak for himself and let everybody know, you know his background, how he got started. So Rod, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, buddy. I'm really looking forward to this. And it was exciting to have you guys on my show yesterday, and you added a tremendous amount of value. Uh, I have a we podcast as well. It's called Lifetime Cash flow through real estate investing. And we just hit a milestone today, actually. We have our 700th episode dropping today wow. and we've broken 13 million downloads. I'm just really proud of that. But uh, let me yeah, let me tell my story because I think it'll really add... If you haven't heard it, if you've heard it, forgive me, I'll try to blow through it fairly quickly. But you know, I'm an immigrant and I immigrated to this country when I was six years old. I was born in the Netherlands. You know, Think wooden shoes and windmills, Holland. And we ended up in Denver, Colorado. I immigrated with my brother, Albert, my mother's Von. We really struggled initially. You know, I remember eating expired food. We went to this expired food store, which was legal back then. And we, you know, we drank powdered milk with our cereal in the morning because it was cheaper than real milk. Uh, and it sucked. I will tell you that. And then, you know, we, uh, uh, I wore clothes in the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school until, you know, I finally got disgusted when I was about 14, lied about my age at Burger King, got a job so I could buy my own clothes. And, you know, I'm sure, Brian, that you've got 
listeners that had it harder than I did, and maybe have it harder now, even uh, with this looming recession, but I knew I wanted more. And luckily, you know, I had a mom that had an incredible work ethic. So she babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. And with her babysitting money, she was an entrepreneur, really astounding because she had no formal training, but she invested in IPOs in the stock market successfully, but she also invested in real estate. And her first real estate acquisition was a house right across the street from us when I was 14 that she bought for about 30,000. And when I was 17, she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep that had gone up in value that much. And I'm like, what? You made 20 grand? You didn't do anything? Screw college. I'm getting into real estate, mom. And so I got my real estate broker's license right when I turned 18. I was actually a broker, could have my own office, which you could do back then with education. They got smart. Now you need some experience first to have your own office. But I became a broker and my first year in real estate, I made about $8,000. My second year, around $10,000. But my third year, I made over $100,000. So what happened between year two and year three that caused me to 10x my income. Well, what happened was I met a guy, I was actually working with him. He was another broker because I was smart enough to realize I needed to work under someone else. And I dated his daughter. And he taught me about the importance of mindset and psychology. He's the one that started that thought process with me. Since then, I've spent 20 years following Tony Robbins around the planet, who's the best in the world at it. But I came to realize that 80 to 90% of your success in anything is just that, your mindset and your psychology. Only 10 to 20%, uh, you know, the mechanical stuff we talk about on our podcast, Brian, it's it's really the doing, it's the keep doing. It's the taking that first step. If you're analytical and you get caught in analysis paralysis, it's pushing through that fear. It's pushing through any limiting beliefs that you might have. It's getting uncomfortable. I mean, we know the comfort zone's a warm place and we all know nothing freaking grows there, right? So it's all of that. So fast forward to today, I've owned... 2,000 houses I've rented long-term. You know, I own thousands of apartment units. In 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And you might be like, wow. And I was like, wow. And my ego took hold. And that's $8,300 an hour, if you're curious. So through the year on a 40-hour work week. And uh, of course, anybody that holds still long enough heard that. And I got a head so big, I could barely fit it through a door. I thought I was a freaking real estate god. And you know, when that happens, God of the universe will give you a nice little smack. Well, that was 2008. It all tumbled down. I lost $50 million conservatively in 2008. And so, you know, what I'm known for talking about, Brian, on, on my show and in my boot camps and so on and so forth is the mindset it took to have that 50 million in the first place. But then more importantly, the mindset it took to recover, at least as importantly, to recover, to get back the success I have today. So I'd love to drill down on that with you if you like. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the favorite part. I've heard your story. We, we obviously have big followers of yours. And I think mm-hmm. that's the part of the story that I like the most because a lot of people can find success, but to find success and then to get, like you said, slapped in it and to lose almost everything and to have... No, not drive. almost. It was it was everything. <laughs> well, there you go. To have the drive and the motivation and tenacity to pick yourself back up, that's harder than doing it for the first time, right? Yeah, people actually committed suicide then and, of course, in the Great Depression as well, over losing the same or less even proportionately. And and so let's share some of the strategies that I utilize that I hope you get some benefit from those of you listening that will hopefully help um, with, with, with your journey, especially because we've got a recession coming and we're headed for some pain. It's coming. Trust me, it's coming. You know, the Fed's going to raise the rates another five times. And, you know, Elon just said he's laying off 10 percent of his people. He's just forward thinking. He's a smart guy. And, you know, I think we talked about this yesterday 
yesterday on my show, Jamie, uh, Jamie, I forgot his last name, uh, head of uh, Chase, just said there's a hurricane coming. I mean, that was that was the most alarming thing I've heard so far. And you know, but but heads of Fannie Mae, heads of B of A, all of them have said we're 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 heading into a recession. So it's coming. And so you know, mindset is so important through that. And so you know, I think this this will help with that as well. So the first thing, you know, people ask me, how did you recover from losing it? And so how I recovered was getting fully reassociated with what I wanted and why I wanted it, not what I did, what I didn't want. It was really easy for me to focus on loss and that's a natural human tendency, but I decided to focus on what I wanted and why I wanted it. And so, you know, for an example of this, if you come to my boot camp, I've got one coming up the end of July in Denver. It's the only live one I do all year and it should be about a thousand people there. It's going to be awesome. But the first thing we do is goal setting on steroids because how the heck do you get anything if you don't know what it is? You need clarity on what you want and why you want it. And so we do that process. And let me quickly describe it, if you'll let me, Brian, because I think it'll add some value. Now, I can sh- I'll can i share with you where you can download it if you want, because I did it on New Year's Day this year, just as a gift to anybody that wanted it with a guide you can download. And I'll share that. Well, actually, I'll just tell you right now. If you go to rodslinks.com, R-O-D-S-L-I-N-K-S, rodslinks, both plural.com, at the bottom of that is my goal setting guide and downloadable. And it's got all my social channels and stuff like that. So if you ever have a question, you can ask me. But let me describe it because it's a really powerful process. So if you've got the ability to take some notes, take some notes. So what you want to do is you want to pick an hour that you have a lot of energy and don't do it after a meal. Make sure you're well hydrated and just sit down and write down everything you could ever possibly want in life. All the stuff, okay? The houses, the cars, the boats, the jet skis, the planes, private island, yacht, whatever it is you want. Take the lid off your brain. Imagine if you write it down, you're going to get it. And here's why that's important because what that does is it triggers something in your brain called your reticular activating system. And that's the subconscious filter. You're not aware of it consciously that your brain points you in the direction of what you're interested And the greatest example to illustrate that is a car. The first time you buy a car, you never really notice them. You buy it and you see them everywhere, right? That's your reticular activating system at work. And the same thing applies to your goals. And please realize there is nothing you can't do, be, or have. I mean, look at Elon, for example, three or $4 billion startups. There's nothing you can't do. You just have to decide and go after it. Okay. And so write down everything you want, write down how much cash flow you want from your multifamily in three years, maybe how much you want in 10 years, write down how much cash you want in the bank and your, you know, you know what hit the fan fund in three years and in 10 years and just write down everything you ever think of. And then also write down everything you want to do in this lifetime. You know, maybe you want to write a book bucket list stuff. Maybe you want to climb every mountain over 14,000 feet. I know somebody's doing that. Every place you want to visit. You know, I jumped out of a perfectly good airplane a few years ago and I'll never freaking do it again, but stuff like that, that's bucket list stuff. That's what you want to put on there. So everything you want to do, and then also write down everything you want to learn in this lifetime. You know, if you want to learn a foreign language, if you really want to learn this multifamily business, for God's sakes, come see me in Denver. I'll give you a code so you can come for $197 for all three days. It's not a sales pitch. It's truly a no brainer. The room blocks like a hundred bucks a night and Denver's United's hub. So you can fly there nonstop for a lot less than just about anywhere else. So, but I'll tell you how you can get a code for 197 bucks and comes with some awesome bonuses too. But if you text ROD to 72345, Rod to 72345. That's right. And and use the code Rod Friend. You can come for 197 Even if the price is up to 700 you get that price. And you also get my document library and you get my deal evaluator software, which is worth 10 times that. But anyway. I appreciate that, Rod. Yeah, this is, yeah. You, and if you have any trouble, just mention you heard me on the podcast here on any DM on any social channel. We'll take care of you. You'll get that 197 and the bonuses. You know, and it's three full days of drinking through a fire hose. Okay, so just know it never had a complaint. In fact, if you come and you don't freaking 
love it. I don't mean like it. Love it. You let me know afterwards. I'll give you your money back. No questions asked. Never happened, but there's a first time for everything, I'm sure. But anyway, so you've listed all the things you want to learn this lifetime. Lastly, list who you want to help. We'll do more for others than we'll ever do for ourselves. And you want to use that. Like I bought my parents a house when my dad was alive on a canal here in Florida, bought them a car, took them on cruises. You know, who do you want to do something for? Write that down. Because this is the fuel. This is what's going to get your butt up in the morning. Stay up late, work Saturdays to grind for a few years like most people won't. So you can live the rest of your life like most people can't. Okay. This is that fuel. And so this is the, so that's the first piece. Make that list. Once you can't think of another thing, there's a couple more steps. I need you to put a time limit on each goal for how long it's going to take you to achieve it. So put a one, a three, a five, even a 10 or a 20, recognizing that as human beings, we'll overestimate what we can do in a year. And we end up massively underestimating what we can do in five, 10 or 20 years. I'll give you an example of this, but I want to pre-frame this example by saying, this is not me bragging. Okay. I just, I'm, I'm just wanting to inspire you. And a lot of the stuff I'll share with you today is, is stuff I'm not even interested in, but you may be, you may not be, but don't let that turn you off. Okay. This is stuff that I thought was important at one time. So I lived in Denver. Okay. But I knew I wanted to live on a beach and there's no beach in Denver, obviously. So I would visualize the palm trees and the sand and the surf and the waves. And 20 years later, I built this incredible, you know, 10,000 square foot, $8 million mansion on the beach here in Sarasota. I owned the beach on one side and I had my boats on the backside. It was called a Gulf to Bay. I had a slice through an island. And that was unthinkable when I was 18. The reason I want to bring it up is so you don't limit yourself with your goals. Because really, when I was 18, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's almost it was a pipe dream. But I made it happen and you can too. So again, don't limit yourself. Put a number by each goal. Then I want you to pick your number one goal. Okay. I, and by the way, if you're analytical, don't analyze the numbers or the or any of the, the things you're coming up with for goals. You can scratch them out later. Just do this. Don't stop. This is my point. Don't stop and think about it. And also, if you're analytical, don't think you can do this in your head. You can't. If you're in your head, you're dead. Okay. You need to get it out on paper. But anyway, so pick your number one goal. I mean, that goal, when you get it, you're like, oh my God, I've arrived. You know that goal. Okay. And if there's a couple, just pick one. It won't matter for what we're going to do next. And if again, if you go to rodslinks.com, you go to the bottom, you can download the guide that'll help you with this. But if you just use a blank piece of paper, it'll work okay too. So put that goal at the top of the paper. Then I want you to pick your top three one-year goals and put those on that paper and leave some room in between them. So your number one goal and your top three one-year goals. So you've got four goals now on this piece of paper. And if you can only think of three, one, uh, two one-year, it's okay. Okay, but but if you can't get four. Now, at this point, you're ahead of 99.9% of the people on the planet that spend more time planning a freaking birthday party than they do designing their lives. This is designing your life, okay? And so, like I said, if you go to that rodslinks.com, rodslinks, and do that, do it with your spouse, do it with your children, the ones that are old enough to, to like 10 years old or older would be the limit because it's so freaking powerful. But there's a couple more steps. So, you need to write down under each one of those goals why it's an absolute freaking must for you to achieve it. Okay. It has to happen. And you want to use emotionally charged words, words like amazing and beautiful and incredible and magnificent because words are very powerful. They will move you. So you might say, you know, so I can show my kids what incredible success looks like. So I can show my wife what it means to live a life of amazing abundance. So we can have complete freedom to do whatever we want, whenever we want, wherever we want, bring whoever we want, you know, whatever's going to juice you, write that down. Okay. Cause it's the why that's really going to drive you. So put why's underneath each one of those goals. You may have some redundancy between them, but that's fine. Okay. Now I want you to pivot and I want you to put some pain in there if you don't achieve those goals. Okay. And make it freaking hurt. So I don't feel like a failure. So I don't fail my kids. So I don't fail my husband or wife. So I don't live a life of regret. 
Here's why this is important. As human beings, we'll do more to avoid pain than gain pleasure. And that, again, this is the freaking fuel, guys. Okay, so just realize that. So, you know, I'll tell you, there was this nurse in Australia, hospice nurse. So she took care of patients when they were about to die. And she asked him a question, Brian. And the question was, do you have any regrets? She wrote a book about it. It's called The Five Regrets of Dying. You know what the number one regret was? Not living the life I could have lived, living someone else's life, not doing what I know I'm capable of. I can't think of anything worse than that, okay? So if you fear failure, please fear regret much more. Fear being in the same place you are right now a year from now, unless you freaking love where you are right now, okay? So put those whys down, then go get pictures of your goals or do declarations. Now, I'll give you some examples of this, public examples first. Let's start there. So Jim Carrey's a great one. He wrote himself a check when he was flat broke for $10 million. And he used to go sit up by the Hollywood sign and he would visualize cashing that check. And that's how much he made for Dumb and Dumber. A more recent example, Demi Lovato, the singer, when she was unknown about 12 years ago, posted on social media, one day I'm going to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. One day. Go, not this last one, the one before. Go see who sang the national anthem. I'll give you some personal examples for me. Again, please know I'm not bragging. This stuff, this stuff doesn't even interest me anymore at all. But, you know, back when I turned 18, I figured I had to have a four-door car to show people houses. So I got this bone friggin' ugly Ford Granada, piece of crap, bench seat in the front, just a piece of crap. But I figured that's what I had to have. And that guy I told you that taught me about mindset, he had a couple of Corvettes and I was dating his daughter. So let me drive one and take her out in it. And I was like, oh my God, this is freaking amazing. So I got a picture of a Corvette out of a magazine. This is before the internet, well before the internet. And I put that on the visor of my bone ugly Granada and within a year or two I had a beautiful Corvette. Couple more examples. This is back when the TV show Magnum PI was out and the actor's name was Tom Selleck and he was a detective, I think in Hawaii. And he drove this Ferrari 308. And I thought that was the coolest freaking thing I'd ever seen. So I got a picture of that car out of a magazine, that exact car, put it on the visor of my Corvette within a year or two out of Maserati. It looked just like it. Last example. I'm the guy that always wanted a Lamborghini. And again, please if, replace this with things that interest you if you have no interest in this, and that's cool. But that, that, that was something I always wanted. And what's interesting is my son collected models of exotic cars. So he had about 30 when he was nine years old when I got my Lamborghini. And he, he had a model of the exact same color and style that I ended up getting, which I wrecked. But anyway, so get pictures. In fact, I'll show you something. This is my planner. And I've, I use a paper planner. In the back of this thing, I've got pictures that have been in here for 20 years. Okay, they're in plastic. They're all dog-eared and crap. The first pictures, my kids are 30 and 26. These first pictures are pictures of my kids when they were very young. Okay. These are my gratitude pictures. Why? Because everything you bring into your life, you do it through gratitude. You call it prayer, whatever you call it, manifesting, it happens through gratitude. So these are pictures of my kids when they were young. Then I've got pictures of the things that I wanted. I talked about that house on the beach. This top picture looks just like it. I had 10 foot high glass. This is before I built it. 10 foot high glass like that, travertine floors like that. Now I lost that house and all the craziness and now I live in a compound. I've got six buildings. I've got a big main house. I've got a two-bedroom guest house on the water, a media building with an off-the-chain exercise facility, theater room. I built a video studio there. And because God's got a sense of humor, I can see my old house across the bay. Literally, it's right across the bay. It's hilarious. But if you look at the pictures here, Brian, you see those white walls in those bottom pictures? You see the? Can you see the white wall, the stone wall? That's my backyard. See the white stone wall? Is that freaking crazy? That's in my compound now. It's just crazy how this stuff works. But then, you 
you know, I've got pictures of stupid shit like watches. I've got a few hundred thousand dollars. That's still a vice. I will admit, I still love my watches. The Lamborghini, before I ever got it, if it was black, this one's red. But I mean, I had pictures of what I wanted. The Rolls, the Bentley, you know, stuff that I got that was important at one time. But just to illustrate that this works, guys, you know, now I've got pictures of the things that interest me now around me. You know, I've got vision boards. This stuff works. So I know I've lost some of you analytical ones, but big mistake because this is how you get the stuff. I'm just telling you, I have a recliner behind this green screen and I will sit there in the morning, most mornings, and I'll just do gratitude. I'll do gratitude for my beautiful supermodel, beautiful wife, much more beautiful on the inside than the outside. We went to St. Bars last week and celebrated her 40th birthday and uh, she's spectacular. And I'll do gratitude for her. I'll do gratitude for my kids, my coaching students, my foundation. And then I'll do gratitude for the things that I want as if I already have them. Okay. And sometimes I'll even get emotional being grateful for things I don't even have yet. And again, I probably lost a couple more of you analytical ones, but this is how you do it, guys. Okay. Trust me on this. But uh, anyway, so you need to do this to create what Napoleon Hill calls a burning desire. You got to want it because that's how you push through fear. That's how you push through limiting beliefs. That's how, if you're cotton in paralysis, that's how you push through it. Or maybe you're comfortable, you know, in the comfort zones of warm place and nothing freaking grows there. That's why you need these goals with clarity, which is why this is the first thing we do at my boot camp. Now, let me just elaborate if I could for just another moment on the boot camp because I kind of blushed through it fast. You know, this three-day event, I mean, you will learn how to build a team how to find a market, how to evaluate that market, how to find deals, every possible way you can imagine to find deals, how to analyze those deals and underwrite them and finance them and raise all the money you need for them and syndicate them and joint venture them and even property manage them. We'll have three panels a day, two or three billion represented by the panelists on stage to answer questions. You know, I'll have an SEC attorney doing that piece to teach you syndication. I'll have a, my finance guy to teach you finance and how to finance these things. And again, it's 197 bucks. I mean, it's not about the money, obviously, as you can see that I'm, I'm all about adding as much value as I can. And if you want to learn how to go deeper with me, I spent about 30 minutes on that. And you can if you want, but you'll leave there with enough to get started. Trust me. You know, my coaching students, my warrior mentorship students own somewhere between 60 and 70,000 doors that we know of. And I've only been teaching maybe four, four and a half years. So I'm really proud of that. And so, you know, if you can come again, text my name, Rod to 72345 or go to rodindenver.com and remember the code Rod Friend to get that 197 price and the two bonuses I mentioned earlier. But uh, thank you for letting me do that, brother. I yeah, absolutely, Rod. I want to go back and un unpack a lot of the value you just added when it comes to goal setting you. and the mindset. Because when we get into real estate, we're often thinking very, very hard about the X's and O's. We're thinking about the analytical side. We're thinking about the dollars and the cents, which are definitely important. But we mm -hmm. overlook the stuff that you just mentioned. You know, you hear somebody like yourself or another successful entrepreneur, even if it's not real estate related, saying, hey, you need to set your goals. You need to have your plan. And you can't manage what you don't measure and you just kind of react like, oh, I don't want to hear that. I've heard that before. You know, we've we've all kind of had that initial reaction because we, we don't really value it. But then we get kicked in the face, right? And you've right. had some really good kicks in the face. And that mindset that you've built along the way, even when things are great, when times are good, helps you get through that those times that are a little rough. And as we all know, this is a very hard business. You're going to hear a hundred no's before you hear one yes for anything, whether it's a, an investment or a broker telling you or a passive investor or whatever. So I think that mindset is something that people 
really need to not take for granted and spend a lot of time getting that mindset right before they proceed to try to build their business. Yeah, no question. Let me let me add a couple other pieces around mindset just to kind of round it out because as it relates to this business, you know, once you've got your mind right and you've got that burning desire and you really want this, then you have to make a decision, okay? And that decision can be the biggest decision of your life and, you know, maybe get started in this business, for example, or to take the first step in this business. And But here's the thing, the Latin root for the word decision means to cut off. It means if you're going to attack the island, you're burning your ships because you're taking their damn ships home. Okay, that's a freaking decision. It's not a toe in the water. It's not a one foot in, one foot out. It is freaking done. That's a decision. So that's the first thing. Then the second thing is you've got to take that first step. You know, like Dr. Martin Luther King said, you take that first step in faith, the next step will be revealed. Lao Tzu thousands of years ago said the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, but you got to take it. Okay. And, you know, you can drive all the way across this country at night only seeing 50 feet in front of you with your headlights and you know you can make it. You know, other people have done it. You may have obstacles. You may have problems. It's the same way with your goals. It's the same way with any business. Okay. But you got to take that first step. Then the next thing I'll mention, I'll just a couple more real quick. Uh, the next thing I'll mention is peer group. Okay. It is so critical that you get around people that want more out of life. Unfortunately, most people will default to the people they went to school with or the people they work with at their W-2. And those people might be out of their fear or their own limiting beliefs or their fear of losing you or their fear of feeling less than if you succeed or their jealousy or whatever will hold you back. And many people have these limiting beliefs. So I'll give you just an example of this. Uh, you know, when I immigrated to this country, I was six years old. I got thrown into school and I didn't speak English and I got my butt kicked. I found out what bullies were for the first time. And then my mom, proud Dutch woman that she is, thought it'd be a brilliant idea to send me to school in wooden shoes and those leather shorts the Germans wear for Oktoberfest, the lederhosen. So I got my ass kicked again. Then my mom thinking the bullies would chase me home and my mom thinking she was helping me would chase them off with a fly swatter. True story. And of course, the next day, butt kicking again. And I came up with this belief system that I wasn't good enough. And a lot of people have these limiting beliefs. You know, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not analytical enough. I'm not strong enough, young enough, old enough you know, have enough time, have enough money. And guys, the thing to remember is there's a reason the acronym for belief systems is BS because they are BS. Okay. But you've got to bring them out and look at them with your adult rational mind and burn them up because, you know, I, and I had to do that. I mean, I used to be afraid to raise my hand in class, terrified if I'd get picked to do anything. Now I speak in front of thousands of people a year. And so every time that popped up for me, I would look at it and I'd say, you know what, if they rejected me, they just don't know me. They don't know. I've got a huge heart that I love people. And I'm a gift from God, just like they are. And frankly, if they reject me, it's their own crap. Okay. And I had to come to the realization that that was the case. So if you're listening and you've got one of those that you're consciously aware of, sometimes you're not aware of it, but dig deep, look in the mirror and see if you can figure it out. If you're not, you feel like there's anything holding you back. And when you, when it pops up, look at it consciously with your adult rational mind and burn it up because again, it's, it's BS and, but you got to consciously do this and it won't happen the first time. You've got to do it several times and it will diminish and go away. And so if you show me your two best friends, I'll show you who you are. I mean, your health, your happiness, and your finances because you, who you hang out with is who you become. And so it's so critical that you choose wisely. Like I said, you know, my warrior mentorship program, you know, most of those 60, 70,000 doors were done between warriors. Okay. Because you want to be around people that will push you up and validate you. And like, for example, next week, I have my mastermind in Houston, my multifamily boardroom mastermind is about 14, 14 to 16 billion in assets represented by those guys. And I started that here in my house, my compound in Denver was 16 people, about a billion represented 
represented because I want to be around people that think what I think is hard is easy, and which is why I started it. And of course, you know, there's people in there with 20,000 doors, 100,000 doors, tons of them with five, six, 7,000 doors. And I've learned so much. So, you know, we meet three times a year. And, and so do that for yourself, you know, go to the multifamily meetups. I know you host one, Brian, and go to those, meet people that want more out of life and get around people that aren't going to be afraid of your dreams or are going to crush your dreams. Because when you have your dream, it's a fragile thread. And by the way, if you're a passive investor, why would you give your hard-earned money to someone without knowing who they are and really digging in and understanding this business? Come to my freaking boot camp so that you don't make a mistake with your hard-earned money. There's a lot of aggressive operators out there right now, and they're scaring the hell out of me. I've seen these deals going, you know, that trade what they trade for. And I'm like, there's no way those investors are going to get the returns they promised, and they could lose altogether, okay, because the soup is about to hit the fan. And so, for God's sakes, come to my boot camp if you're a passive investor as well. You'll learn so much so you don't make a mistake with your money. And when I tell you opportunity is coming, it is coming. Okay. I was hiding under a rock in 2008 and nine. You know, I got crushed by that wave. I'm surfing this one. Okay. And, and, and it's coming and there will be exponential opportunity. If you learn the business in time, if you're in the thick of it, while you're trying to learn the business while it's happening, it's going to be too late. So whether you learn from me at my boot camp at the end of July or not, go learn it because there is going to be incredible opportunity. I'm like, if you listen to my podcast, I can tell you, I started to hear a pattern in the guys that have thousands of doors. They started in nine, 10, 11, and 12. And that's a clue, my friends. Okay. That's a freaking clue. And so that's going to happen again. If, if you're ready, you know, like I'm in a lot of cash right now and I'm, I've got access to a lot of cash and we'll teach you at, at the boot camp how to pre-frame your investors. So they're not fearful when that happens. Cause the media, of course, we, you know, just like they were in 08, 08, 08 and nine real estate's dead for 10 years. You know, it's all crap. It's all fake news and lies, but there'll be a lot of fear. Okay. So it's, it's, it's important that you preframe them around that, but we get into all that there. But but I guess the last piece I'll mention then about uh, you know things that these are the things that helped me. Like like back when uh, I lost everything, I was in Tony Robbins Platinum Partnership. Okay, and there were guys there that were thriving and women that were thriving through the crash. And they're like, okay, you big puss, get up, fifty million, million, get your ass up and go make it happen. And that's again, that's who you want to be around, right? People that that will lift you up like that. And so you know that's why I wanted to mention that. But the the last thing is focus. Now, if you listen to these guys and Brian and Cody, you are a leader. There's no question you're a leader. And right now, more than ever, the world needs leaders. And so it's so critical that you manage your focus. Like we just talked about the news. If you focus on that, whatever you focus on gets larger, both positive or negative. And so it's really critical that you manage it. Stand guard at the door to your mind. You got to keep out the crap, okay? And bring in the good stuff. Like on my podcast, I do a clip every week called Own Your Power. And that's what it's about. It's about owning your power. And they're motivational. They're with music. You give me five minutes a week, I'll juice you. So my podcast is called Lifetime Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing. If you go to rodslinks.com, or you can search me, but if you go to rodslinks.com, the link is there too. But even if it's not me, go on YouTube, listen to motivational videos. You know, I love to watch soldiers coming home. I cry like a freaking girl every time. But, you know, that's the good stuff, the heartfelt stuff that they'll keep you centered and focused and uh, positive. And there's all sorts of motivational stuff there as well. But that's what stuff you need to bring in. Focus is so critical. And honestly, as an aside to focus, the people with the deepest focus are the most successful on the planet. Okay. 
And, you know, I get excited about my 13 million downloads and I listen to Tim Ferriss and Joe Rogan and just forget opposite sides of the political spectrum. I try to stay balanced. And Tim, he gets 13 million, both of them get probably get 13 million a week. Okay, but but Tim Ferriss, what's interesting about his show is he deconstructs the best of the best in different walks of life. Like he has the best athletes, Michael Phelps, for example, you know, in basketball and NFL players. He's got the best actors like Arnold and Ed Norton and Hugh Jackman and Jamie Foxx. And he's got billionaires like Ray Dalio and CEOs of companies. And I love those intellectual conversations, but I started to hear a pattern, Brian. Most of them meditate. What does meditation enhance? Focus, right? But let me say one last thing, actually, because it relates to goals. You know, I built that house on the beach. I worked for that thing for 20 years, okay? I mean, this house is magnificent. 10,000 square feet, giant waterfall from the second floor balcony into the pool. You had to walk through the waterfall to get the pool. Pools and magazines. It's gorgeous. You know, big spiral staircase up through the middle of the house, elevator, wine cellar. I mean, you name it. I mean, on the second floor, I had aquariums around the spiral staircase. It cost me almost 200 grand. So it gives you an idea of the house. Two months after I moved in, okay, I worked for this thing for 20 years. Two months after I moved in, I'm floating in the pool at night. I'm looking up at this thing. The pool's changing colors. I'm looking up at this testament to my ego, which is really what it was. It was to prove the world I was good enough. And I got depressed. And I don't mean just a little. I mean, I was really depressed. And I'm like, what the hell? I've just achieved success like times a thousand. I've got the Mercedes and two Mercedes and the Maserati and the boats and all the toys and crap and the beautiful family, beautiful house. When I look back on it, Brian, there were several things happening that I want to mention. One of them is you should never achieve a big goal without having other goals lined up behind it. Like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. I didn't have a vision for the future. I didn't know what I was going to do next. So that was one. The second thing is, it's never about the goals. You need the goals to propel you and create that burning desire, but it's about who you become on your path to your goals. Happiness comes from progress and growth. And I didn't know what I was going to do next there either. But the big thing was, I've been totally focused on me. You know, show the world I matter. Rod, rod, rod. You know, prove the world I'm, I'm, I, I'm here. And that was the year I ran into Tony Robbins because I read a bunch of books and one of them was his. And I went and saw him live and saw that he fed families for the holidays. And I'm like, you know, what a concept. Do something for someone else. I had to be 40 to get that memo. It's embarrassing. But I went back and I called my brother and I said, let's, you know, I was going to him for Thanksgiving in Denver. And I said, let's feed five families. So he called his church, found five families that really need help. And we bought food and toys and frozen Turkey and the third family changed my life. We go up to this crappy one bedroom, wasn't even a one bedroom row house. The lady was there with five kids. She comes out and she sees all this stuff on the porch and the toys and the food and she starts crying. Her kids come out, two of the older ones start crying. I start crying and I'm hooked. And I'm blessed to say in the last 22 years, we've fed now about 120,000 kids here in Sarasota and Bradenton. And I'm not bragging, there's a message here, so stay with me. I've done tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies to local kids that don't have a basic supplies for school. Don't get me started on that. Uh, Tens of thousands of teddy bears to local police departments for their officers to keep in their car if they encounter a child that's been traumatized. See, as as achievers, as entrepreneurs, we've been taught we have to achieve to be happy, okay? You know, like we can't be happy until we've achieved. But if you're giving back in any fashion, you're happily achieving. I know it's a play on words, but it's an important one. Tony Robbins calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. How achievement really is a science. If you want to learn this multifamily business, for God's sakes, get on a plane and come to Denver and see me for three days. I promise you'll be glad you did. You know, it's a blueprint, a map. I'll tell you what to do. You just got to go do it, okay? But fulfillment 
is an art. You got to figure out what juices you. For me, it's kids. For you, maybe maybe kids, maybe it's the elderly, maybe it's the environment, maybe it's animals, whatever it is, and do something right now to give back. Now, you might be listening to, to this podcast and saying, yeah, yeah, I'll do it when I have the money. No, do it right now, even if it's just time, because the money will come faster. Now, you don't do it for that reason. But, you know, I interview people on my podcast that are very wealthy and I can tell if they're like I was before I had that epiphany. And I feel sorry for them because, yeah, they may be successful, but they are unfulfilled and unhappy. I know it. I can see it. And I can't tell them they have to evolve on their own. But please hear me when I say figure out how to give back right now because you'll be happier. You'll success will come faster and you'll be fulfilled. Brad, you just dropped so many golden nuggets uh, there at the last few minutes. Uh, I think that's really valuable for all of our listeners to understand. You know, it all started with you have to surround yourself with people that are where you want to be. You have to surround yourself with people that have the mindset that you're trying to get. And you have to, unfortunately, sometimes let some people go if they're holding you back, if they're not the type of people that are setting goals. And once you start to surround yourself with this community, you join a mastermind like the Warriors, for example, right? Your program, or you get surrounded by people that are successful or that are going where you want to go as well. You start to set these goals. You start realizing that there's a difference, right? There's a difference between achievement and fulfillment. And you start to realize that it's not necessarily about the end result result you're looking for, the cars, the watches, the stuff, that's all nice. It's really about learning to enjoy the journey and learning to also give along the way, building that habit of giving along the way. Who can you help? As real estate investors, we're problem solvers. We're creating affordable housing, quality housing for others. But there's other things you can do as well. Where, Like you said, whether it's donating your time, donating money, there's so many different things you can do. And that's really where you, you know, once you have that mindset and you start to learn to enjoy the journey, that's when you get happiness. I've read some mentorship books and some leadership books that says happiness is an action. It's not a feeling that you have. You have to act happy. You want you want to be happy? Give happiness. You want right. love? Give love. Whatever you want, you give. 100%. You want money? Give money. Yeah. You know, I've a bunch of my students are philanthropists. I've got guys doing a 170 mile hike right now, raising 175,000. They're on the second day of it. People building schools in India and Latin America. And, I mean, these are my students. And I'm telling you that that environment feeds on itself. And, and it's just such an incredible dynamic um, when you're when you experience that and you bring it into your life. Absolutely. And and for you, Rod, you know, would you say that's one of the things that has helped you achieve success so quickly? Oh, no, you were no able question. to rebuild your business and you were able to build your education program, which is adding a tremendous value to the real estate community. This is probably, I would argue, your secret sauce, so to speak. It's what really helped no you. No question. No question. I mean, on the wall here behind me, you can't even see them all because the green screen covered most of them, but I've got hundreds and hundreds of thank you cards from people whose lives have been influenced by my work. And I and this is not ego, please I, please know this, but I get love at least five times a day, sometimes 15 times, a DM, an email, a card, a gift. And it's my greatest joy. And that's, and that's, that's why I do this. I freaking love it. And, you know, and hopefully you can feel the passion. I'm a little under the weather today. I'm actually got a sinus infection. So I'm a little muted, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Cause usually I talk too fast, but I love this. And, and so it's a magnificent thing when you're able to do that, when you, first of all, when you do what you love, cause then you never work another day in your life, work is play. But when you're able to add value to other people, it's just incredible. And, and you know this, so you get this through your podcast and your work as well and the people you help with your investments and so on and so forth. That's uh, cool. what life's about. Yeah. Well, we can definitely tell you're genuine, Rod. Your energy is very contagious. Anytime I hear you on a podcast or on a webinar or anywhere else we see you, it, it's super contagious. You feel like you just want to run through a wall when we're done talking to you. So we definitely appreciate all you've Thank done you. and the success you've had and uh, you know, adding value to, to our listeners across the US and across the world. And it's inspiring to hear that somebody can lose everything and to, can still come 
come out successful. We have to learn to pick ourselves up. We have to learn to overcome all the obstacles in life. Because as you can probably attest to, the best things in life are hard. Nothing's ever easy. We all, you know, we see the iceberg model, right? Where you see the success, you see the tip of it, but you don't see the 20 years of work and all the failures you've had along the way. So. Yeah, we fail our way to success, guys. Okay. And, and, you know, and, and on that note, you're talking about, you know, mindset. I mean, you know, you come to my boot camp, you're, you're going to laugh, you're going to cry, and you're going to leave coming out of your skin juiced because I spend a lot of time on mindset because I want you to take action with what you learn. But as, as it relates to failure, we fail our way to success. I've built 27 businesses. Several have been tens of millions of dollars worth tens of millions. Most have been spectacular flaming failures. And so, uh, but thanks for having me on, brother. This has been a real treat. It's great to see you again. And Absolutely. One of our questions we like to ask all of our listeners is what do you like to do for your continued education to continue to learn, to continue to grow? Okay. Well, learners are earners. I will share a picture real quick for the people that can't see this. I'll describe it. But what I've got a picture of on the screen here is me with hundreds of, well, at least probably 150 lanyards of events and masterminds and boot camps that I've gone to over the years. You know, I didn't go to college, but I'm always learning and growing. And so, you know, there's an example, you know, it's not do as I say, say as I do thing. It's a, I do it. And I go to boot camps and seminars and masterminds every year. I've got one next week that I host myself but I go to other masterminds as well. So that hopefully that answered your question. I agree. You got to you gotta continue to network and surround yourself and get put yourself out there and go to as many right. things as you can. That's, that's, that's right. our goal too. Next question for you. What advice would you give the listeners to help them grow their business? Whether they're trying to do their first passive investment, they're trying to buy their first deal, what piece of advice would you give them based on what's going on today in the market? Well, it's self-serving, but get your butt to my boot camp. It's just 200 bucks. <laughs> it's self-serving because you got to learn this business, whether you learn it from me or not, honestly, but you've got to become competent. It starts with competence. That will equate to your confidence and then once you're confident, you'll be able to influence people to invest with you and sell to you and sell you their listings and whatever. But it starts with competence. So regardless of whether you learn from me or not, learn this business right now because it's coming and there's incredible opportunity. So this will be the last event I do before the recession hits. And it's it may have already hit, but it's coming. And so learn, learn as fast as you can. Drink through a fire hose. Keep listening to these podcasts. Go to events. There'll be incredible networking opportunities at my event, but any other any, any other event. Get there, meet people you know, find people with money. Again, I'll teach you how to pre-frame them, but that's what you got to do. Like right now, don't wait. Time for waiting is over. I agree. The best time to buy real estate was always yesterday. That's a That's cheesy right. saying, but if you're not ready, you're not going to be, like you said, you're going to be standing on the sidelines and miss yep. that opportunity. So you got to get educated. Don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. hundred percent, hundred percent. Last question for you, Rod, tell the listeners how they can get connected with you and learn more about you. If you go to rodslinks.com, it has most of my social media connections, has my bootcamp website, has that goal setting guide. If you want to watch me do it, I did it on New Year's Day. You can just go there and, and I'll guide you through it with music and everything. It's free. And and uh, so a lot of my stuff's on rodslinks.com or just go to rodindenver.com for the bootcamp site. Make sure you go to the bottom and check out the testimonials. There are hundreds of testimonials, non-solicited from people that raved about the event. And again, if you come to my bootcamp and you don't freaking love it, I don't mean like it, I mean love it afterwards let me know i'll give you your money back god we definitely appreciate you coming on the Thanks, show brother. i think you've added tremendous value to our listeners that mindset cannot be taken for granted i would encourage everybody to go back listen to the show if you missed it because rod was dropping so many so many nuggets Let's go back take some notes and then definitely be sure to check out rod's podcast and uh, we'll put everything in the show notes the promo codes and everything and we hope to uh see you at your boot camp and hopefully have you on the show again soon rod okay take care appreciate you brother thanks rod Today's episode was proudly brought to you by Blue Oak Capital. To learn more about Blue Oak Capital and how you can partner with us, 
visit www.blueoakinvests.com. Tune in next time.